Monet, make money and the place to be. No matter if you low po, friend or foe. Thanks for tuning in. I'm a French vanilla queen from the south side of the shy. Yeah, them guns got red beans, but that fool's be fire. And we lacing up our Jordans, praying we can fly when we crossing over bullets, trying to stay alive. There's no books to this life, but the stories are great. Grab a lesson, get a laugh, learn from all my mistakes. I'll never fold ten toes, they discontinue my mate. No time for these clowns, I got money to make. Could have been with anyone, but you're here with me. Monet, make money and the place to be. No matter if you low po, friend or foe. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Monet McMoney Show. You want to know what I just don't like? When a grown man chooses to ghost you over communicating with you. It's just not common folk that do it. Celebrity men do it too. Picture it. California, 2019. I moved to California after I graduated from broadcasting school. And my homeboy, who was in school with me, was thinking about moving to California, but didn't quite make the transition. But he was still working in California and he still had friends in California one of his friends was the great Chicago comedian who is also the writer on Blackish and Mixedish and I believe he also guest stars on Blackish as well Dion Cole now if you've never watched any of his shows or you don't know what I'm talking about you may remember in the media when he went to the award ceremony and he had on that plush purple bell bottom Gucci suit and everyone gave him hell for it because he looked like a cross between Prince and the guy from the show Pose, that Dion Cole. But I didn't meet him in a purple plush suit. I actually met him at the Soho Club in LA. My homeboy had a meeting with him and he asked me to come along and I did, but I didn't know exactly where I was going. He just told me to hop in the car and let's ride. I wasn't really dressed for the Soho Club. I had on a fat gold rope chain, some jeans, a sweatshirt, some Jordans, and my short haircut. I was more so dressed for a Chicago rap concert. But it was cool. I don't mind the attention when I walk in the door of all the ritzy people in the Soho Club looking at me like, why she got that gold rope on? I mean, they say good attention or bad attention. It's all attention, right? Well, I sat at the table with these men while they were having their meeting and I didn't disturb them because I'm professional. Dion allowed us to order a drink if we wanted to, food if we wanted to. He was gonna take care of the tab, which made him a okay guy to me. I ordered a bullet on the rocks and I sipped my whiskey while the men had their meeting. At the end of the meeting, my homeboy went to the restroom and we all got up from the table to get ready to leave. And as we were walking towards the stairs, the first thing Dion said to me was, uh, where you from? And I looked at him and I used my slick mouth and I said, I'm from exactly where you from. I even had a little slight neck twitch when I said it. A little bit of attitude, a little bit of sassiness. And he laughed under his breath like, huh, and said, you ain't ready yet. I ain't know what the hell he was talking about. He's like, I ain't ready yet. What? what? Okay. So my homeboy was having an open mic night at this little hole in the wall comedy club that they go to. And Dion said that he was going to come with him for support. So we go to the little hole in the wall. My homeboy performs. And Dion is watching them and everything's cool. And after the show, I decided to step outside and sit down. So the security had left his stool open by the door so i decided to take the place of security and sit on his stool dion did a little set at the comedy club he had everybody in stitches and he decided it was time for him to leave he was walking towards his car 
And he was telling everybody bye. And he walked up to me and he was like, bye, sweetheart. And I was like, bye. And then he walked probably like three, four steps towards the curb of the sidewalk as he was going towards his car. And then he turned around and gave me another look. And I was looking like, ooh, does that look like he thought I was cute look? Or was that look like I got to never forget her face look? What type of look was that? I know men. I knew it was a slight twinkle in his eye. So I decided to act on the twinkle. So now a couple months passed. And it was the BET Awards. And my other homeboy, who's connected in the game, was actually working for the BET Awards and highly involved in the entire BET weekend. I decided to ride out with him and see what was going on in these LA streets. Now, I made the mistake and got my hair done at a LA shop that did weave. And I thought he knew what he was doing. And I asked him for the nice, deep, wavy hair. And he gave me some kinky, curly hair. And I was looking like a kinky, curly Puerto Rican. Now, it ain't nothing wrong with that. It's just that's not my look. I like my hair to flow, especially when I put a weave in. But being that I'm cute, I still pulled it off. Needless to say, I was highly unrecognizable to my friends and everyone who knew me. My homeboy lied to me and told me that he liked my hair at the time, but later on it came out that he didn't. And I wish he would have told me before we hit them streets because I probably would have just took the hair out and wore my short hair, but I went out fully confident. We stopped at the Laugh Factory because we saw on the Instagram that Dion Cole was gonna be at the Laugh Factory. And Dion is also friends with the homeboy I was with that night. So we was like, all right, let's go stop by and see him. And I wanted to see him again ever since that day. He turned around with that twinkle in his eye telling me he'll see me later. This was gonna be the later that he seen me, honey. I get to the Laugh Factory, my homeboy following behind me. I walk towards the back and I see Dion on stage. He had just finished his show. And he had on this big stupid chain that said cold hearted. So I'm like, man, did somebody break his heart? Or is that just his branding? I don't know, but he's still super cute. And you know how I feel about a man from Chicago. I love him, honey. So I walked up to him and he thought I was just a regular fan trying to get an autograph. And he was looking at me in confusion as if he knew me, but he don't know where he knew me from. I addressed the elephant in the room. I said, hey, Dion. He was like, hey, sweetheart. I said, why you looking at me like you think you know me but you don't know where you know me from and he started laughing and he was like cuz that's exactly how I'm feeling I was like I'm my homeboy's homegirl you remember at the Soho house he was like oh yeah with the gold chain I was like yeah that's me and then he gave me a hug and we took a picture and he looked at me and he was like look I'm working right now but I want you to send me that picture on Instagram and I was like why don't you just give me your number he was like just send it to me on IG and I was like all right this whole new school my Instagram page and people don't even give you they seven digits no more that irritates me but I guess I have to evolve with the times and I'm not gonna trip like a player I didn't hit him on his Instagram that night I waited a few days gotta keep them on their toes let them know they ain't running nothing I posted the picture on Instagram and I tagged him in it he hit me up in my DM and was like cute pic so I'm thinking hey this is him low-key macking and I hit him back in the Instagram like yeah I think so too and then of course my macking took over my soul and I decided to take it a little bit further it wasn't on no groupiness it was more on I've been in California for over a year now I've worked on multiple sets 
I also write and I still do my stand-up comedy, but being that I'm talented in so many areas, I don't know which way to focus. I don't know if I should focus on writing. I don't know if I should focus on my looks and my personality. I don't know if I should go back into radio. I was just in limbo at this time. I knew that this man was from Chicago and he was successful and he conquered this Hollywood game. And I wanted some of his advice on what I should do. Not to mention he was hella cute. So if something else would have happened, or grew from my Mac tactics, I wouldn't have been mad. I would have embraced it. So I hit him up on the IG and I said, hey, Dion, I would love to take you out to dinner and you can order off of whatever side of the menu you want, but you gotta promise me that you'll allow me to pick your brain. He agreed and said, sure, you could take me out. And I told him, I know you busy, so just let me know a date or two available so we can link up. And he hit me back and told me okay. So then my homeboy called me, the one who I went to the Soho club with. And he's kind of like a semi-hater because ever since we graduated school, I could tell he kind of liked me too. And I wasn't on that because he was my homeboy. And once you are in my homeboy lane, that is where you stay, in my homeboy lane. We could be attracted to each other or you could be attracted to me or I could be attracted to you or whatever the case. But once you're my homeboy, that's where you stay. I don't cross that line unless we gonna turn it into something more serious. And neither one of us was in a position to turn anything serious. And he wasn't my type to even go there. He was really just my homeboy type. So we was gonna leave it there. He calls me out the blue and I ain't heard from him in months. And I figured that Dion had talked to him already cause you know they got that bro code. And he didn't know if me and my homeboy was together or not. Cause nine times out of 10, grown women and grown men don't hang together unless they knocking the boots. Unless you hanging with me. Because my boots don't get knocked too often because it ain't too many men out here that's privileged enough to get my boots. And I pride myself on that. Keep low mileage on my vehicle, you know what I'm saying? Keep that body count low. But when he called me, he was just talking regular conversation and I took it upon myself to be a G and tell him what was going on because even if he didn't holler at him about it I'm gonna tell him about it so it don't look shady so I say homeboy let me tell you what happened I was like remember Dion when we all went out well it looked as if he had the twinkly eye for me I capitalized off of catching his attention and asked him if he wanted to go out to dinner with me and I also told him he can order off whatever side of the menu now don't get me wrong I'm not trying to take advantage of his body I'm trying to take advantage of his mind and I told him that I wanted to pick his brain so my homeboy was like okay that sounds cool. And then I also said, hey, you know you my homie. If I get put on in any way, I got you, man. I'm going to put you on. Now, what I meant by that was after I sat and spoke with Dion, if he gave me good advice or even if he gave me an opportunity, I was going to make him proud by whatever opportunity he gave me or put into play any advice he gave me. And I was going to make a success story out of it. And after my feet were planted solid on this Hollywood ground, I'll come back and reach out for my homeboy and put him on, on my own merit. All I know is my homeboy laughed and said, well, you know he gonna wanna fuck you in his Rolls Royce. Ooh, ooh, I, mm. I ain't never did that before. Matter of fact, I ain't never had sex in a car before. But you wanna take advantage of my body in a luxurious Rolls Royce? That sound like a music video scene or something. I ain't mad at getting involved in something like that. Now, mind you, my homeboy knew that I have been retired for years. I'm not even focused on the physical, sexual intake of anyone. I'm focused on living my best life and becoming successful on my own terms. 
are reacted to the Rolls Royce statement as, ooh, well, if he plays his cards right, it ain't no telling what may happen. Now that was the first time my homeboy ever heard me say it's a possibility of a dude getting it. Because normally I'm like, hit me in the Rolls Royce, boy go, bye, see you later, take all that with you. But it intrigued me. It sounds very luxurious. I could picture me in the backseat and him taking advantage of me. I mean, I am a grown woman and I do like nice things and it seemed very adventurous. I was down if he played his cards right. And it would take some time and some proof and some months for us to even get to that Rolls Royce scene. But I think my homeboy felt some type of way because he been trying to get with me low key. And I think that he was a little jealous that his homeboy may get to it first. So he hung up the phone on me and I didn't talk to him for about a month. But throughout that month, I was trying to contact Dion through the DM on the Instagram to see when we were gonna have our dinner so I could pick his brain. And every time I would hit him on the Instagram, I would get no response, straight ghosted me. Now I'm irritated because I don't understand why all of a sudden after I talked to my homeboy about it now Dion's ghosting me but before I talked to my homeboy about it we was hitting each other every other day but I didn't give up. I saw that Dion was very busy and I didn't want to be a bugaboo but I still wanted his great advice and I wanted to know how he became so successful in a city where it's oversaturated with people trying to do the same thing I'm trying to do. So I made him a reel. I wanted him to see all of my talents. I put on the reel when I was dancing in the Sierra music video. I also put on there the music video that I produced and wrote. I put on there my stand-up comedy routine from a comedy club that I performed at, an Instagram vlog where I was being funny, and I also put a radio clip from when I worked for Sirius XM, and I gave him a radio snippet of a self-produced podcast. I saved the reel on a USB. I found one of my business cards and I took the USB and the business card and put it in a business card holder. I bought a front row ticket for his Las Vegas show and I made sure that the meet and greet was also included in the ticket so I can get him this reel. So the day of the show, I drive to Vegas. I get extra cute and my hair was short so he couldn't have any problems recognizing me this day. And I enjoyed the show. And he had JJ Walker open the show who was funny as ever. And then he came out on stage and did his thing. Now I must say Dion is very talented. He's super funny and he's cute. After the show, I was the first person in line to get my meet and greet where you walk up on the stage, you meet Dion, you give him a hug, you take a picture, and then you exit the stage. So I walked on the stage and he saw me and he looked like he was surprised, like he saw a ghost or something. I walked up to him very confident, I smiled. He was like, hey, how you doing? Kind of nervous. And I was like, hey, Dion, how you doing? And we hugged, we took our picture, and I turned and I looked at him and I said, well, look, since you're so busy and you can't answer me and you can't make it to dinner, can you just look at this for me and get back at me? And I slid the business card holder that had my business card in the USB in his hand. And he looked down at it and he looked at me and he smiled and he was like, yeah, I'll do that. And then he said, yo, why don't you send me that picture to the IG? Now that just pissed me off. I don't know why it made me so mad. I just turned back around and told him, I ain't sending you nothing. And he was like, okay then, well don't send it. I was like, I won't. And then I Beyonce strutted, walked off. 
Like, I ain't got time for this. Like, seriously, I was just trying to get my critique. So after I gave him the real, I waited about a week and I didn't hear from him. So then I hit him back up in the DM and asked him, why is he acting funny? And I saw that he was reading it, but he still didn't respond. Cause you know how at the bottom of the DM messages, if they got their notification on, it'll let you know if they read it or not. Well, I knew he read it because it said red. So now I got into my feelings because I'm feeling like you being real disrespectful for no reason and you not even speaking on the situation to tell me what's making you act so funny all of a sudden. I'm assuming, which I really don't like to do because when you assume it makes an ass out of you, but I assume to myself that it has something to do with my homeboy that I graduated school with because when I brought it to his attention on what happened, I called him and said, homeboy, Dion ghosted me for no opinion reason after we were supposed to have dinner together and I dropped off this reel to him in Las Vegas and he still won't respond to me like I don't know what's going on I don't know what I did to him I don't know if he thinking that I'm trying to be a groupie or whatever but I just don't get it now my homeboy who was so quick to say well he want to fuck you in his Rolls Royce now he didn't change his whole tone and he's like oh no nah, you don't want to mess with Dion cuz he ain't gonna do nothing but cause your problems anyway believe me it's best for you that you don't mess with him I'm like what type of hateration mess is this like what part of the game is this like once he said that I felt in my bones that he had something to do with it. Now, I don't have no proof, but I felt it in my bones. So I left it alone, but it still irritated and agitated me to the point that I had to keep DMing Dion on the Instagram Every other week, I would say something like, you shouldn't believe what other people say about people because they lie. I said, why did you all of a sudden start ghosting me? I said, man, who would have known that you would become this disconnected from Chicago and become so Hollywood? And after that, I had to step away from the DM because he was reading all of my statements, but he wasn't responding to any of them. And I've learned that when they don't respond to you, that indeed is a response. And for me to keep hitting him up on the DM and keep sending messages, I was making myself look even more foolish. And my pride can only take so much. So I wasn't mad at him. I was actually humbled by the situation. And I don't really know where the disconnect came from because he's a grown man and would never communicate with me what was actually going on. Like if you didn't want to go out to dinner with me, all you had to do was say, Mo, I don't want to go out to dinner with you. If you didn't want me to pick your brain, all you had to do was say, I don't want you to pick my brain. I just want to go out to dinner and have a good time. If you didn't want to talk industry talk, you could have said, Mo, I just want to get to know you as a person. I don't want to talk industry talk. But for you to just straight treat me like one of these low class gold digging broads, and you know I'm your sister from Chicago, it was very insulting to my intelligence and my talent because I have a lot to offer and he just disregarded me like I was a piece of trash. That's how I feel when I get ghosted. I don't like it. Since then, I did not try to reach out to him. He did not try to reach out to me. He just been doing his thing, being successful. Now the other homeboy who I believe orchestrated this situation in some way, we fell out too and we don't talk no more either. And it's cool with me because I don't like people who pose to be friends in my face and treat me like an enemy behind my back when all I've ever been is good to them. When you sneak diss me and hate on me on the low, that's a violation to our friendship. And that's when my circle became a period. So all you men out here who love to use that ghost tactic is not attractive, it's not funny, it's very rude, 
and it's very disrespectful. And I'm pretty sure you don't like it when it's done to you. So maybe you should live by the golden rule, do on to others as you want them to do on to you. But in my world, one monkey don't stop no show, honey. And just because he didn't sit down at the table with me and let me pick his brain doesn't mean that I gave up on myself. I continuously strided to be the best and to learn the game on my own without a mentor. Although it would have been nice to have someone to talk to and have a mentor to guide me, but he don't know me and he don't owe me nothing. Please remember, information is power. If you don't have the information, one cannot seize power. You need to think about becoming mentally competitive. Poor misguided soul, you have yet to learn the rules of this game. Used intelligently, a pawn can create a checkmate or become a very powerful player himself. Play it and you play it to win because in the real world, no one wants to hear excuses or empty rhetoric. No, they want to know if you have a plan. Hey, if you have an instance of a celebrity ghosting you or even just a regular man ghosting you, I would love to hear your story and how you dealt with it. Please email me at monamicmoney at gmail.com. And please follow me on all social media platforms at Monet McMoney. And until we meet again, hope, faith, and love. But out of the three, the strongest is love. I'll holla at y'all later.